Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Simpson. Joining us this morning, Justin Hayes, Executive Director and Laura Miller, Ministry or Volunteer Coordinator for the Fostering Collective. Good morning to both of you. Great to have you with us. Good morning. Good morning. And don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus, and In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. A little bit of background here. Justin, I, this is about your third visit with us on the In Focus show. And uh, Laura, I know you from way back from the Dovia group, the volunteer coordinators group, and your days with uh, um, uh, CASA for Kids of East Texas, I believe, some years back. So you're a veteran of the... Uh, uh, nonprofit wars, as it were, in the Tyler area, and uh, been with um, Fostering Collective for what, a couple of years now? That's correct. Okay. Yes, Let's get started, as we usually do, by explaining a little bit of history and background with of the Fostering Collective, and, and you know, segue from that into just who you are and what you do. Right. Great. Well, thank you so much again for the opportunity to, to be on here. Uh, this really got started several years ago. Um, it was called East Texas Orphan Care Network, and it was really kind of a group of individuals and churches that just really had a heart for children in foster care and uh, children in need of adoption. And so they would gather um, occasionally to have some some meetings just to see how they could best uh, help in the community. And uh, through that, eventually, they decided, you know what, we really need to have a nonprofit that can just focus on this full time. And so about five different churches got together and uh, determined, let's let's get this started. And so about four years ago, um, the Fostering Collective was born uh, back in 2018. And, uh, and so um, my family uh, adopted out of foster care about nine years ago and that kind of started our journey so we went from three to five children and uh, learned a lot about the foster care process through that and uh, also learned that it's very complex and it's uh, it can be difficult to navigate that process and then on top of that once you uh, have children in your home it can be difficult um, just having all these changes in your family if you can imagine for us going from three to five kids uh just physically how to take care of kids under seven five kids under seven uh, was difficult for us but also just helping with um just all the emotional needs and and uh kids coming out of trauma and and so we really need a lot of support from other families and we were very thankful to have several families in our in our church that supported us but uh but that really helped us as we started to form the fostering collective to see what the needs were and so uh, the mission of the Fostering Collective is to recruit and shepherd Christ-centered families in East Texas to help children in foster care. Uh, we really believe that uh, there's so many children in, in foster care, and they need to know that they have hope. And, uh, and we believe that uh, Christ-centered families can, can share hope within their family, but they can also share that there is a God who loves them, that knows them by name, and, uh, and so they, they can have hope in, uh, in Jesus as well. The Fostering Collective is our topic this morning. Our guests, uh, Justin Hayes and Laura Miller. I'm John Sims. And uh, one of the things that I know you really try hard to put out there and in my mind are very successful at is 
lining out the different things that you do to help families and to help foster kids. There are so many options, so many different ways for people, for churches, and for other organizations to get involved. And that's why I'm going to give the website out right now and the fosteringcollective.org. That should be really easy to remember. Tons and tons and tons of information on there. Uh, you have a mailing address in Tyler, your number 903-253-9144, but your actual office and the home of your collective closet, which is something we'll talk about a little bit later on, is right on Highway 110 North in White House, 403 Highway 110. And uh, let's get those hours and uh, a little bit about how people, uh, how, uh, what you do in the way of how your office is actually used and whether people can just drop by and chat with you if they like. Okay, so we do have a collective closet and our offices are also at that same location. Our closet is set up to meet those tangible needs of foster families as they get placements. Uh, very often uh, they get a placement at the last minute or they get knowledge of their placement coming at the last minute. So uh, we are set up to meet those needs um, at the last minute for them. So we have everything from cribs and car seats to diapers and clothes and mm-hmm. um, even for ages zero up through the teenage years for anything they might need to help make that transition for the family and the child um, as seamless as possible. So they can come and get all of that free of charge to help them get going. Um, our hours for those that closet is Mondays 10 to I'm sorry, Mondays 12 to 3, and Tuesdays through Thursdays 10 to 3. Um, However, we also know that foster care doesn't work business hours, so if there are times when that happens that you get a placement and you need to get something quickly, we are always available by appointment, and someone can meet a family up there at the closet, get what they need, and get them on their way so they can have what they need ready for the placement to come. And if people uh, want to visit with you in person, instead mm-hmm. of maybe calling you on the phone or emailing, they can drop by. And they can drop by sure. any time during those hours. We would love to visit. All righty. Uh, uh, some of the things, I know, Laura, uh, you um, uh, sent me some information about some specific topics that uh, you want to cover today, and we're going to get to all of those. But uh, before we do that, let's kind of quickly outline the difference between fostering and adoption. A lot of people are not really uh, up to speed with that. Okay. So... There is a big difference. Um, Fostering uh, is a temporary um, time that you are with the family, usually while uh, the biological family is working on getting better from whatever caused the reason for a removal Mm -hmm. so a child is removed from their family due to neglect or abuse and they are put with a foster family while that family tries to get well and heal from that and the goal is always reunification with their biological family that is what we want we feel like um, the biological family needs to reunify if at all possible Um, so when you go into foster care um, it is uh, it's always good to know that you're going in to hopefully uh, guide that child and work with the biological parents to help reunify that family. However, that does not always happen. It's not always possible. And in some cases, um, it is not always safe or um, possible for the reunification to happen so then adoption is possible and then the family is the child is put um, available for adoption and adoption can happen where the judge will say you are forever with the family that adopts you and then you become legally that family's forever and ever and nothing can change that okay uh again and 
once again, referencing that website with uh, tons and tons of information, one of the best starter kits I can possibly imagine for people that might want to get involved with the Fostering Collective in any number of ways. It's the fosteringcollective.org, and you can consider being a foster parent. You can be looking down the road at maybe adopting a child. You can get involved in other ways as well. And with that in mind, let's move ahead now with your current statistics and the real needs that the Fostering Collective and your partner agencies and churches and your clients are looking at right now as we speak. Okay. Great. So um, it a lot of people may not understand that there is a big need right here in East Texas. And so um, just in East Texas, there are 2,000 children in foster care right now. And of those 2,000 children, there are about 65 children who are available for adoption. And uh, uh, most of those children are going to be older children, probably 10 and up, but those are children that, um, you know, they've been in foster care for a little while, uh, their parental rights have been terminated, and there hasn't been a relative that has stepped up to be able to take them. So these are children that just need a family and uh, need that forever family like Laura was talking about. Um, so you know county by county um you know it the statistics are different but uh what we do know is that in every county there is a need for more foster families and so if you can imagine there's about 2000 children in foster care well there's only about 600 foster families in east texas mm -hmm. so you can see the discrepancy there and so there's a, a big need for more families they're willing to open their homes uh temporarily to just love these children for a little while while they're parents work through their services and hopefully get their children back all right 23 counties is the region of east texas that you're talking about that's a cps region known as region four your main focuses are smith and adjacent counties smith greg cherokee russ kenderson county just right around this immediate area 10 counties all told just to give people an idea right. of exactly what you cover mm -hmm. and i think uh, along with the, those current statistics i think we've pretty well covered um at least in basic form some of the, the real needs that you're looking at right now one of the things that's been in the news and i'll only touch on this briefly is that uh the foster care system uh is uh really statewide kind of in a state of crisis uh there's a judge named janice graham jack who's been overseeing all of that and uh, uh all the more reason at least uh based on our conversation this morning and what i've seen on your website for the fostering collective to exist it really does come down i think to ministries to agencies like yours that are willing to take this in hand and offer the different services that you do right and there are a lot of struggles happening right now um, as you can imagine as you have so many children that are in care and some of these children needing more specialized care. Uh, the state really wants to make sure that some of these uh, residential treatment centers are, are really offering the best care that they can. And, uh, and so as they have monitored those uh, more strictly, some of those centers have shut down. And so then that means more kids needing placements. Right. And so we feel like our place is to try to recruit as many families as we can mm -hmm. to help with this, regardless of what the the struggles are uh, month to month or year to year, we know that we are going to need more families. We need some families that can take basic level care children, but we also need some families that are willing to take a more specialized child and really just help them through their trauma as they're in the home. Mm -hmm. And one of the things as i look at your website that really jumps out at me 
finding your fit. Mm -hmm. Different people, as we said a few minutes ago, are going to be one of, are going to be uh, capable and interested in getting involved with your project in any number of different ways. So um, that is probably a good starting point, I would guess, for anybody who wants to get involved with the fostering collective in any way. Right. And we know that there are so many families that can foster or are able to adopt, but there's also a lot of families that are just not in that place right now. And yeah. we totally understand that. And we want to give them a lot of other opportunities, either to support those families that are doing it or to volunteer in some other way. Mm -hmm. Justin Hayes, Laura Miller, the fostering collective uh based in white house but with that tyler mailing address and covering about what 10 counties i think you told me in east texas our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims um there are different ways that people can get involved i'm sure they can donate to your agency is there a, i didn't really check closely enough i didn't do my homework bad boy but i guess there's a donate button on your website people yes there donate. is we are a nonprofit, and uh and honestly we are so thankful for uh, so many individuals that have donated, um, as well as churches. We have many churches that help support us um, as we seek to help churches as well. And so we're uh, so thankful for the opportunity to be involved in the community in that way. Uh, we are not a, an actual child placing agency, uh, but we do work with 12 different child placing agencies. Mm -hmm. And so as we recruit families, we are helping them to pick the best agency that would be the best fit for them. Okay. Now the fostering collective strikes me as a real good name for that very reason. You just can't do it. You really can't do anything in nonprofit without partners, churches, mm -hmm. organizations, other agencies that uh, maybe uh, uh, are interested in the same things you're interested in, but approach it from a different angle. So we all know how important that is. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of the reasons I brought up donations, and don't forget the collective closet, and we can talk about that a little bit more later as well. Um, one of the things that people in Tyler do a lot, and it's it seems to be maybe the one of the best ways to raise money is to have a golf tournament. And you've yes. jumped right on board with that, and you've got one coming up real soon. Let's hear about it. Yes, we do. It is April 11th, and it's going to be at Holly Tree Country Club, and uh, we're really excited about it. This is going to be our second annual golf tournament. We had a wonderful turnout the first year, and the golfers just walked away saying it was just a really fun event, and, and we we're thankful for that. And it also um, raised a lot of support for the ministry and uh so we're thankful for that as well uh we of course we need some golfers for our golf tournament and so uh we'd love to get some teams together uh but uh as most golfers know the teams can go fast and so uh if people are interested that it'd be great to sign up quickly uh, and you can do that on our website as well at the fostering collective.org uh, we also need more sponsors um you know that's one of the most exciting ways that we can connect all these community partners is to uh, show who's partnering with us in some way. And so if somebody would be interested in sponsoring, you can do that at our website as well. You bet. Justin Hayes, Laura Miller, the Fostering Collective, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. And uh, we've talked about just the different opportunities that are available. Uh, again, the fosteringcollective.org is your website. There are several social media opportunities on there, which will pop right up. When you go to that website, you can call 903-253-9144 or drop by during uh, what you call closet hours at your uh, um, collective closet slash main office on Highway 110 North and White House. 
But uh, suppose you want to mix and mingle with other people and maybe do kind of a one-stop shop thing to get all of your questions answered about whether this is the right fit for you and how you can get involved. And looks like you've got an interest meeting coming up real soon. It's February 24th. Tell us about that. Right. So this interest meeting is a wonderful opportunity for us as we partner with these different agencies. If somebody feels like they're interested in fostering or adoption and they just don't really understand the process or what steps to take first, uh, then this interest meeting is perfect. Uh, it is an opportunity to to go and sit with other uh, individuals and couples that are interested and just hear about uh, the licensing process, hear about the needs and just help determine where you fit into all that and then we have those 12 different agencies will actually be at the interest meeting and so after we mm -hmm. all meet together then everyone has opportunities to just visit with these different agencies see which one might be the best fit for them and uh hopefully instead of having to call all these individual places and hear about it you can just visit their booth and uh so i like to call it speed dating you can just go to each booth for five minutes hear th hear about different things and 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 then just see which one you have the best connection with speed dating that'll yeah. turn some heads <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we have february 24th 12 different agencies and it is at bethel bible church white house campus which is right across the street from your office yes it's right there on highway 110 and uh just a few doors down from Domino's and across from Mr. Taco. We love Mr. Taco, so we like to, you know. All righty. Well, those are always excellent landmarks. This is where you can go get some grub. Can you uh, tell what we are, like to eat? Yeah. So. What, are, what are the hours again? Uh, the hours for the interest meeting yes. is... Uh, I believe six it starts at 6 o'clock. It'll be about 6 to 8. And no. dinner is provided because, again, we love to eat. But we would like for you to register uh, so that we can uh, prepare for you. So you can uh, go to our website, thefosteringcollective.org, to register. All right. On the events page. On the All right. Page. And that sounds great. And what better time to just remind people, as it says right there in beautiful blue and white letters on your website, um, the foster care system is complex. We'll guide you every step of the way. You make the difference, we show the way. If we had to sum everything up in about uh, 15 or 20 seconds, I think those words right there would be about as good a way of doing it as any. Uh, babysitter training. This is an interesting topic because some people don't want to or can't be foster parents, but they can help um, with specifically babysitting. Let's talk a little bit about that. So we have a babysitter training coming up April 2nd. Okay. Um, like you said, not everybody can be foster parents. Um, however, foster parents cannot leave their children that are in the care of CPS with just anybody, next door mm. neighbor, relative. They have to be a certified trained babysitter. So this training will certify someone to care for a child in care for up to 72 hours. So if you have a friend or a family member or someone that you know or you just want to start helping, you can come to this one-day training and get certified to help people that are registered with any of these agencies, our collective agencies, and uh, you are then set up to babysit. There is a little bit of pre-work that is done. You do get a background check, um, and you do submit some pre paperwork but then you get to come to a one-day training that includes uh, CPR and first aid as well so the um, 
cost for the class is $10 for the class, $45 for the CPR and first aid training. And all of that can be registered for on our website as well. This one on April 2nd happens to be in Longview at the New Beginnings Baptist Church. Um, most of them are in Tyler. We hold them quarterly um, unless there is a request. Sometimes a church will have a group that wants to do it. And if we have a large enough group, we will put one together quickly because we want as many as we can to get ba- to get trained to babysit. Okay, so babysitter training April 2nd in Longview at New Beginnings Baptist Church. Um, off the top of your head, have they settled on uh, specific hours? For- yes, it's from 9 to 4. 9 to 4. 9 to 4, April 2nd. Babysitter training. Lunch is included. Lunch is included. Always. And it is at Longview New Beginnings Baptist Church. Yes. Okay. Uh, church involvement. We've talked about how important that is, but let's talk about it a little bit more. I know how important it is for you to have churches involved. Uh, for starters, you consider churches the best place to find families that can help these kids who really need folks to uh, take them in and take care of them. Right. We are really looking for families that are not just trying to survive, but to really thrive. And so we feel like uh, Christ-centered families are, are the best families for these children to be in. And uh, and so as we uh, approach churches, it's really exciting that to see these churches working together. And you may have seen the Be the Light theme up around town. Uh, we usually focus on that around November and uh, Be the Light for a, a Child in Foster Care. And so this past Last year, we had about 35 different churches uh, help uh, connect um, with this Be the Light theme just to, to share and, and help raise awareness for this. And, um, and so we are always looking for new churches that would be interested in, um, in helping us to raise that awareness and helping us to share that with their families. And uh, some churches actually start a foster care ministry within their church, uh-huh. but even churches that can't do that, they can still help their members know how they can be involved. And so we love to connect with them. I was just at a church in Mineola this past week, and uh, there's some great things happening in Wood County, hmm. uh, them getting things happening there, uh, getting going there. And uh, like Laura was saying, in Gregg County at New Beginnings and Moberly, we've had some great connections. And so we love working with churches. All righty. Let's talk a little bit about that. Laura, you sent me some information. BeTheLightETX.com. BeTheLightETX.com is the website for that. And um, as a part of that, uh, there's a prayer guide that you passed along to me. Why don't we go over just maybe a little bit about what's in that prayer guide and uh, how you're... um, how this effort, at least from your standpoint, and I guess from Be the Light ETX's standpoint as well, is to uh, uh, tell people what you would like them to pray for and also to raise awareness of what's actually going on out there. Okay. So this was a campaign that we uh, really pushed in November because November is National Adoption Awareness Month uh-huh. and Stand for the Orphan um awareness month so uh we use that month to really focus on this but this is our yearly uh goal and and prayer is that um we have um foster families coming forward and we have a set goal for foster families that um we can have a 
100 foster families this year come forth to uh, step up and say we're willing to be Mm -hmm. a family for a child Um, and then we are asking people to pray for those families those families to step forward we're willing um, we're asking people to pray for um for their endurance and their strength and we'll talk about that a little bit about what it takes to to be a family a foster family and how much support they need um and we're asking for uh, 65 families to commit to adopt because there's 65 children in East Texas that need, that are available for adoption and uh-huh. that they need forever families. Right. Um, and then we are praying for support for 80 volunteers that will find their fit in foster care. We feel like that um, um, there is a place for everybody in foster care. It doesn't mean bringing a child into your home, but there is something you can do to make a difference in the foster care community. And then we are praying for 10% of churches in our community to join us in uh, being the light for um, children in foster care and that just means joining us and partnering with us in some way whether that's wrapping around your own uh, congregation your own foster families being uh, trauma informed for your children that are in foster care or simply helping us get the word out it could look um, uh, like a variety of ways that uh, churches can be involved um, and then we want 80 new advocates speaking up for children that could be becoming a CASA that could be being a church and standing up for your children and mm-hmm. your families that are are walking this uh, difficult road so as we uh, sent this out we were asking people to just put this with their Bibles put this with their quiet time and really intentionally pray for all of these statistics but these are also our goals these are also what we want to see happen this year okay just to clarify I know that November was adoption month Mm -hmm. and um, so is the be the light ETX website still up can people still go there Yes, it, it is. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good, good. So we it have. It might that. take us take you also to our website as well for more information. Okay. Uh, well, I was just going to repeat mm-hmm. again that your website is thefosteringcollective.org. Correct. So, and while we're at it, let's give out that phone number again: nine zero three two five three nine one four four. As we visit this morning with Justin Hayes and Laura Miller from the Fostering Collective, volunteer opportunities. We've already talked. A lot about that because fostering in itself is a major major volunteer opportunity but there are other ways people can get involved as volunteers both as individuals or as and as part of a group yeah correct so um uh we have uh learned through statistics that over 65 percent of foster families quit within the first year because it is yeah. difficult so they need lots of support to, to raise children from hard places and to do what they do so volunteering is critical to uh, help these families um, <clears throat> do the, what they are called to do and there are lots of different ways to volunteer babysitting is a critical one mm-hmm. we need babysitters to get trained and to be able to step in when there's a need for that um, but there are also many other ways we uh, have opportunities to make casseroles or make meals for families who are getting a placement who are going through a crisis just like we would um, you know we wrap around mamas who have new babies and we make meal trains for them well wrap around is basically support support right yeah so um 
just like we would bring meals to a parent who had had a new baby it's the same thing when you're getting a new placement it's a big adjustment for the entire family so help that family out and bring a few meals to them while they're getting used to each other while they're um, making new arrangements for everything from sleeping arrangements to new schools to new doctors you name it there's a lot that goes on with adjusting to a first placement mm-hmm. um, we have opportunities to write encouraging notes to families just to remind them that they are doing what they're called to do and that there is somebody praying for them sometimes they have small uh, maintenance issues that they need that they really can't afford or have the time to work on that somebody has a skill that they can offer up Um, yard work sometimes is needed Uh, we do have events throughout the year um, that we need groups help with Um, we have a lake day in the summer we have um, back to school bashes we have things like that where we do need lots of extra support Um, and volunteer opportunities uh, where you can come and interact with families. I know a lot of times people really want to interact with children. Sometimes Uh that's not always possible, but you are doing a huge service by supporting families in a myriad of ways. And there are lots of opportunities that we can plug you into um, sponsoring items for our closet. Um, Our closet stays uh, busy. And so it's soon as we will get items in they go right out so we're constantly filling that closet and that takes um money and items and so those are other ways that people can support and join and volunteer okay i'm glad you brought that up i know i promised we'd talk a little bit more about the collective Mm -hmm. closet Mm -hmm. later in the show we didn't get into it in a whole lot of detail but it's a pretty simple concept i Mm -hmm. mean you know um and if you need to know more about that or anything else again 903 253-9144 and the fosteringcollective.org is the website your address 403 highway 110 north in white house and you what you call your closet hours are monday from noon to three and tuesday from th- and through thursday from 10 to 3 you can call ahead make an appointment or just drop by and visit if you like if you're more comfortable in that format and so many of us just really especially as we hope we continue to come out of the covid period looking for that uh, face-to-face human connection all the more reason that you talked about your interest meeting coming up february 24th and your babysitter training april 2nd and the interest meeting in white house babysitter training coming up in longview and so much more that people can learn and so many ways that people can get involved with uh the fostering collective maybe save a life here Mm -hmm. or there who knows uh we're just about out of time justin hayes and laura miller are guests this morning on in focus and uh, once again, the website, thefosteringcollective.org, and the phone number, 903-253-9144. They can't wait to hear from you. Justin, Laura, thanks so much for visiting with us this morning. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You bet. Justin and Laura from the Fostering Collective, our guests this morning. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next week on In Focus.